Welcome to Twinning It, the podcast that delves into the nitty gritty of parenting twins. I'm Alison Perry, author of OMG It's Twins and mum of preschooler girl twins. And I'm Jenna Good, journalist and mum of toddler boy girl twins. We know what a challenge it can be to raise twins. So join us as we speak to experts and other twin mums to get answers to all of those burning questions. Welcome back to another episode of Twinning It. Today, we are talking about something that is a huge deal to most twin parents. It's the big question around starting primary school. Should you separate them or keep them in the same class? My twins are about to head off to school in September, so I'm really keen to hear what our guests today have to say. Yes, our guests are Helen Copson, mum of six-year-old twins and award-winning blogger at Twins Tantrums and Cold Coffee. And we've also got Victoria Morell from Twins Trust joining us, who is mum of two sets of twins. Wow. Um, welcome to the podcast, Helen and Victoria. Thanks so much for joining us today. Hello, thanks for having us. Um, I just want to jump in before um, we have got a question, a first question planned, but actually something that Jenna just said as we were having a bit of a pre-chat was, Victoria, how do you cope with two sets of twins? I just keep going. I, I would love to say that the second set have been easier in a lot of ways because I sort of knew what I was doing. It wasn't a shock to the system. Uh, although when I was found out I was pregnant with them, I freaked out. It's just, yeah, couldn't see how I'd get through, but it's amazing how you just get up and do it and you, all the tricks I'd learned first time round have been really helpful and have helped me second time round. um and the hardest thing I think for me was having a one-year-old as well so he was one and trying to sort of the logistics of three one and under was yeah that was the difficult part for me but remind us of their ages now so uh, Helen you've got six-year-old twins haven't you they've just turned six yeah they've just turned six and I've got an eight-year-old an eight-year-old and then Victoria remind me of the ages of your all your children so I have two ten-year-olds uh, I've got a six-year-old and two five-year-olds so it's busy. wow <laughs> wow yeah I have to say that 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 time that time period when you had a five-year-old no you had, to, you had five-year-old twins and a yep. one-year-old and then you realized you were pregnant with more twins yeah it, it oh wasn't a, it, it wasn't a good play I was in a bad place for a while just sort of thinking who has five children who has two sets of twins how am I actually going to cope with day-to-day life because it just didn't seem possible at the time and I think you sort of search for people who are in similar situations or you know you can ask for help and there was few people to ask and sort of I found a few people on Instagram who were in similar situations and knowing that they'd got through just provided me with sort of comfort and yeah and then it wasn't until the day they were born the younger twins that suddenly I felt sort of like I can do this I'll be fine I can cope I think I'd worried so much about them arriving and having to spend time in neonatal and just that thought of are we all going to come home I think once I knew that was okay you just found this strength from inside that we would just get through and we have and yeah it's not as bad as I thought have you found that the older ones have helped out yeah, they're Aww. they're amazing. They're absolutely brilliant. They've in, in fact the one year old who he was one at the time when they were born, he's been unbelievably helpful, unbelievably brilliant. He's an amazing big brother. He's 
old beyond his years and always has been. And he, yeah, I can't thank the three of them enough for being Aww. great kids because it would have been a lot, a lot harder without them. The younger two are probably the <laughs> naughtiest out of all five. So um, I think if I'd had them first, it would be a very different conversation we'd be having. But yeah, it's, um, I think they've come in the right yeah. order. Well, you're you're an absolute superhero to us. I mean, not Helen, not that you're not, because Sorry. obviously <laughs> having one set. This isn't a competition, guys. We're not no. competing. As no, to I always feel bad. I, feel, I do feel bad about things like that because it isn't a competition, and I didn't pick to have them. But yeah, I think any mum with twins or triplets is just a superhero because it isn't easy. Yeah. Yeah, well said, well said. So starting school, this is something that has been weighing on my mind for months, trying to work out whether my twins would thrive in separate classes or whether it would make them unsettled and unhappy and create some kind of, I don't know, like emotional upheaval that would have a lasting impact. Um, Victoria, does this question come up a lot within the Twins Trust community? It, it, do, it does. And um, we do have a questionnaire on the website that you can fill in and see what we would sort of say is the best thing, whether they should be together or apart, which we think is really helpful because it just sort of asks questions that maybe you hadn't thought about or gives examples of you know, situations that maybe you should consider. Because, but I do think parents do know what the best situation is. I think you know in your gut whether they should be together or should be apart, but it does make you question all the different scenarios that you should be thinking about yeah definitely so I'd love to know um what you both did with your twins Helen did you keep them together or did you separate them I separated them in the end but yeah only in the end I have to say to begin with I was always adamant that I would keep you know keep them together I think oh they're twins they've got the bond and all that but I just went forwards and backwards, or we, say I, obviously my husband and I, went forwards and backwards so many times. And in the end, we did separate them. And I'm glad. Um, they're in year one now, just finishing year one, and 100%, 100% Why is that? that Why are you so pleased? Well, one of the main reasons, I mean, obviously lots of reasons. And as we were saying just now, there's no right or wrong answer, is there? Some people, we've got loads of twins in our schools, two form entries, so obviously we had the choice loads of twins in our school and most of them are actually kept together we're very lucky that our our school lets it be the decision of the parents I know a lot of schools have their kind of view but we were allowed to make the final decision um but our schools mix up the classes every year so I thought I would start off keeping them together and then separate them further down the line because I, I desperately wanted them to be separate ready in several years ready for secondary school um but after COVID they didn't mix up the classes because they'd obviously had like several unstable years and I suddenly had this panic of well what if they don't mix the classes up because obviously if they mix them up it was easy to say well okay we'll put you in this class you in this class and it wouldn't have been a big deal because everybody was being mixed up but I suddenly thought if they don't mix them up I have to decide which twin goes on their own and moves into the other class everybody else the whole 60 children will stay the same and I have to basically flip a coin oh, wow. and decide which of my twins has to move with no friends. So I got quite upset about that. So that was like, right, decision, separate them. They're, they're two individual people. They've got to just, I'm harsh, I'm quite harsh. They have to get on with it. So they can't, they don't have the, the crutch of a twin throughout their whole life. My eldest doesn't have a little buddy to go to school with every day. So I was like, let's just get on with it. They're three, you know, with my eldest, three separate children, let's do it. And 
they've they've thrived to be fair they have thrived they've got their own friends um and and they've done really well they just don't bat an eyelid about it so it's lovely that's so interesting i i really um, at the moment, my twins are three, but I'm already worrying about this. Um, and I am thinking about definitely keeping them together. Like I can't deal with the thought of separating them. Mm. But as you just mentioned, if that happened, you know, later on, and then I have to decide who goes without friends and who goes with friends, hadn't even considered yeah, that. So, that. That um, was a big, I that wonder... was like the tipping point for, for me. I just mm. couldn't bear the thought of one being all settled and then the other one going in on their own. And also, I had a lot of feedback from my Facebook page about obviously what, what people want, have done with theirs. Um, and a lot of people said that when they got, they'd kept their children together, but when they got to secondary school, obviously no choice, different sets, different classes, they were absolutely lost without each other. And I just thought, no, they have wow. to be prepared. They have to be prepared to be on their own. So that's what I went for. I mean, that's it. It suits us and it suits them, but not everybody is obviously the same. That's so true. Um, Jenna, I wonder with, whether part of your fear and worry over it is you worrying about you being separated from your twins. Because I know that <laughs> when my eldest started school, I really kind of like thought, oh, like I remember when she was about three thinking, oh my goodness, that's, that's next year she'll be going and I'm, I'm not ready and she's not ready. And of course, like you're not ready at that point because they're three and, yeah. you know, of course you're not ready. So I wonder whether part of it is that maybe. Maybe, but also they are going to be really young in their year because they were born in June. So in September, they're going to be going to school and they'll only have just turned four really. Um, mm. So I think it's partly that, like I feel like, because they're still going to be quite little that I want them yeah. to be together. Um, and also from a selfish point of view, I feel like it's going to be easier for me to cope with like one in like both of them in one class, you know, one yeah. WhatsApp group, one set of friends to de- cope with, you know, one set of there parties are selfish reasons. Yeah, there are selfish yeah. reasons. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I want to get on to that. I want to get on to that. Mm-hmm. I want to get on to the life admin side of that in a minute. But I, first of all, I want to ask Victoria um, because you didn't have a choice, did you? Am I right in thinking at your school it's a one-form entry? It, yeah, it's one form and it's a really small school, so it, they don't have a choice. They have to be together. Um, so, that's yeah, the choice was taken out of my hands, which was something that when we went to look around the schools, we did ask each school, and I think it is important to sort of ask those questions really early on when you first go to a school and say, you know, what are you going to do? Because it's, it's actually illegal for a school to have a policy to keep... Uh, to separate twins or to keep them together there's no it's not allowed uh but so many schools i went to go and view were saying well we separate the twins and i was like i don't i don't i don't actually want mine to be separated so for me it was like well i felt they would be better together and i didn't have any other twins at this point so i was only thinking about the older two um and they they are yeah. really close and i think that it would would have really been quite detrimental to them to be split up but now Helen we're sort of reaching the stage where they're starting secondary school not this September but next next September so we're going to look around secondary schools and having the same conversations you know do you have what do you do with twins and they all say they split up and one of my older twins is just beside himself he doesn't want to not be without his twin and I think that's going to be a massive problem for me next September Mm. so we'll have to sort of deal with it then and I think if we have the option now to split them up later on in school we would definitely have split them now to give them a bit of independence before they start secondary school but it's not an option for us it's interesting that you mention about how there's not kind of they're not allowed the schools are not allowed to say whether they stay in the same class or go in a different class because I've seen on Facebook lots of people 
really devastated that they've been forced to separate their twins when they don't feel like it's a good idea for their twins. So what should people say to the school if they're being told that they have to do it the school way? Is is there something they can quote from Twins Trust as to, yeah. you know, this isn't a law that you can... Yeah, well, firstly, to let them know it's illegal. <laughs> Secondly, we have mm. a, a pro forma letter on our website that anyone can download. It's written by our CEO and they can take it into school and say, you're not allowed to do this. And it's all written for you. It's really simple and easy to just download and take to school, send to school by email. Uh, we also have a professional referral service as well. So if you're unhappy with anything that's going on at school, you can speak to Twins Trust and someone from our professional referral service can assess whether things are right or wrong or suggest ways that we can sort of help out so there's always that option too sort of more once they're at school and things aren't quite right or you're not happy with things we do have that option and we've got people who help to fight to keep your twins together if you want to keep them together because we sort of we know that they 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 are individuals and they should be treated as individuals but I think that there's a lot to be said for parents knowing what's right for their children and asking the children what they want as well you know would you like to be together or apart obviously it's not always possible but I do think there's a lot to be said to say you know you're a person you know what you want to do and give them that option as well yeah it's tricky isn't it though I mean my my four-year-olds at the moment they go to a preschool and it's in a church hall and everyone's in together whether they're three or four or whatever age they are and I was trying to explain to them that they're both going to the same school, but they're going to be in different classes. And they just couldn't, couldn't get their head around. They were Because they one of them was like, oh, so is she going to be in a different school to me then? And I was like, no, 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 same school, but like different rooms with different teachers. And then you'll see each other at break time. And it's just so actually asking them what they want to do is quite tricky because they they don't know what a school looks like or you know yeah so yeah you know, I, I get I, I get that I think it's more important when twins are so opposite that they definitely don't want to be together so I've got I've got friends who a lot it seems to happen a lot with boy girl twins where they are so different and they just don't want to be together at all they're just like I've had enough of my sibling and I you know I don't want to be with them um and I've, that's from personal experience friends seem to have found yeah. that boy girl twins are better separated but it, it, it is in down to each individual case and just what happens with you in your family I think you can see it you definitely can see it yeah I asked um, my nursery yesterday actually if my boy girl twins play together a lot or if they separate when when they're at nursery and she said they'd separate he goes to play with all the cars and everything and she wants to play with what the girls are playing with so I found that quite comforting, actually, knowing that they are already sort of separating anyway. So if we did separate them at school, then they probably wouldn't be that bothered. Um, but Helen, what do you think are the things we should be considering when we're making these decisions? Um, well, as a jokey thing, definitely the birthday parties, because that's an absolute <laughs> pain in the backside. Um, but that's kind of just life, isn't it? I knew that that was always going to be one of the things. Um, so for any, but, but for anyone who hasn't got school aged children and might not know what you're talking about, do you want to explain? Hmm. So birthday parties, when they get to school, foundation, most weekends your life will be taken up by at least one, possibly two, possibly even three birthday parties <laughs> with 30 kids in a community hall with a bouncy castle and, you know, all the hideousness that goes with that, that we've all done <laughs> or you're all about to do. So Sadly, that is what foundation children do, especially since COVID, I think. Um, so obviously, we were getting invited to double the amount of parties because we had two separate classes. So, 
but one of the issues, well, I mean, I'm joking with it, but one of the issues was obviously that they weren't being invited to the same parties. So yeah. one week, you know, you'd get an invite for Toby um, and Isaac would be like, well, why aren't I going? And, but I, I was like, well, because you're not in the same class. And they so how do you that navigate bothered. that? Do you just, do you just well, explain to them kind of... or do you go to the parent and say, can my other twin come please? No, <laughs> I've never, ever done that. And I wouldn't do that. Um, because actually I find, and you probably all would all find, it's easier to just take one child than two anywhere um, or three or yeah. five. Um, no, no I, I wouldn't ever do that. I think that's rude. Some people do do it, but I would never do it. Um, I've, the thing with mine and, and anybody obviously in that, that year group, if they're in separate classes, chances are the parents don't even know you've got twins because they just see you as Isaac's mum or Toby's mum. They don't, you know, it's only after a few months that they go, hang on, she's picking up both those kids. Then she's going around the corner to get her other one. Um, so, but, and, and actually the children don't necessarily know they're twins. So, which is really funny because one of Isaac's, they've, they've obviously got separate friends now. They've got joint friends as well, but they've got separate friends. But one of Isaac's friends, a little boy, his mum messaged me. She, I'm friends with her. And she messaged me the other day and she said, Alfie didn't know that you, they were twins. And I was like, we've been friends for two <laughs> years now at school. And they just, because yeah. they're not identical and they're in separate classes. But that's, I loved that. I absolutely loved it because, don't get me wrong, I, I, I was going to say I love having twins. Like, it's special, isn't it? It is special. <laughs> but they are individual children. So I, I want them to have their own, own own parties and own things like that. The way we navigate it is that by saying, well, you're going to one next week or you're going to one the following week. And actually, the kind of little thing I've set up is they're not bothered about the parties. They're bothered about the sweet cone that they bring home. That's when there's an issue. Oh. So one of them will bring home, you know, a, ba- a bag of sweets and the other one will get upset because they haven't got one. So the rule is now you have to share just a few sweets, not like half of it oh, or anything. That's good. Just whoever gets the sweets on the way home, I go, well, remember, you've got to give a few to whoever's the one at home. And and they're fine with that it. Down. And actually now <laughs> the parties have died down. So it's it's just that first year that the parties are absolutely crazy. Um, and, and the other thing is when you do your own party, obviously, I had two classes and I was like, I can't invite 60 kids. And our, our birthdays oh, wow. are two days before my eldest. So it's literally just been this weekend. So l- this time last year, what I did, you did two parties. I did two. So I did one for the eldest and then I did a joint one. But I did it like at a local trampoline park. I, 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 I did. I've done a big joint one, all three of them before in a sports hall bouncy castle and I, I vowed I would never ever do it again um although I did put gin and tonic in <laughs> the party must have cost you a fortune <laughs> did you pay for yeah, 60 kids to go into a trampoline park no no I didn't no I didn't it did cost me a fortune because I had the two parties it probably cost about 700 pounds in total for the two different parties but <gasps> oh. I said I cannot pay for 60 kids and, and they, they don't let you have 60 kids they only let you have 30 so I literally sat them down and said you have to choose 15 people each um and a lot of the people were joint, you know, names were from both of them. Um, and, and they were fine. And I just feel a little bit like, well, these are the kind of decisions you're going to have to make at some point. So I know I'm a bit harsh. Yeah. But, and it was absolutely fine. No. They had a great time. And it was the easiest party I've ever done. So I would recommend that with twins rather than do your own. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, so that's good. the thing oh, with goodness. twins. There have, just has to be sacrifices, doesn't there, unfortunately? They have to learn very early yeah. lots of things that other children don't have to learn, like sharing. And, like, my daughter at the moment is just wildly jealous of her brother because I had to take him to London to get his eyes looked at. 
and she's now obsessed with being taken to the doctor and Aww. you know just it's really triggered something in her um but yeah so oh it's a tricky business. I think I think all that stuff though is, is as hard as it is to navigate as a twin parent I think because I've had people asking me that question Helen about um you know how will you navigate it when one of your twins gets invited to a birthday party and the other one doesn't and my response is I just think that's a really good life lesson for them to learn as awful as it will be on the day. And as much as you want to protect yeah. them from like feeling hurt and feeling left out, that stuff happens in life. And actually, yeah, let's absolutely. just, let's just, let's just get them used to it. Yeah. that That's my view. And, and it's no different really, especially if that, because they're in different classes, they've got their own different friends that one's invited and my eldest isn't invited, you know, like they're three separate children same as you've got three separate, you've got five, you know, they've some are invited to some parties and you've just got to let them do it. The other, the flip side of that is that actually, if you're in that position, you can have a bit more time with the other one that's at home or, you know, dad can have more time with the other one that's at home or the other two. I mean, my, my three fight incessantly, absolutely incessantly. Mm. So, but when, when you take one of them out of the equation, whoever which one and whichever one it is they they get on better so actually to take one to a party the two that are left behind will actually have a nice time because they're not fighting yeah yeah I'm definitely learning the the virtues of separating them you just it's so much easier isn't it to cope with one than even if there's two of you looking after two of them it just feels like a much harder situation at the weekend Mm. um so there is no right or wrong to how to do this um but there can be, uh, you know, people talking about this online and getting quite heated about it, can't they? <laughs> they did with me, definitely. I mean, I've got, I've got a good Facebook group, a good Facebook page, and this topic is, I mean, God, like in basic terms, if you want engagement, you talk about this topic because every single person <laughs> that follows me has got something to say. Um, and they all think they're right. I mean, that, that sounds awful. And I'm not dissing my followers. I love my followers. But there's a few that were quite nasty because I, I was separating mine and they didn't agree. Um, <laughs> one of them even said that I'm basically ruining their lives because I'm separating them. But I mean, if you were to follow my Facebook page, you'd know that I don't take any rubbish from anybody. So <laughs> I didn't give that much time. Um, but it, it, Unbelievable, there's absolutely isn't no it? right or wrong absolutely no right or wrong it, this was right for us but it wouldn't be right for everybody and and why can't people see that you just do your own thing you know we've got a, a school that allowed us to make the choice we've got the two forms so we have the choice you know other people don't have a choice at all um and it's it's a personal thing and it's personal to your twins as well as how you how you think that you would cope yeah. as a family with like the double admin and all of that side of things but yeah, well, the other thing is you always think that they've done the right thing. Yeah, you can always, if you decided you've made the wrong decision, you could always ask to put them in the same class part through the year or a couple of weeks in. There is always yeah. that option. So That's it's, true. It's, it's good to know that you can make changes. It's not forever, whatever you decide on yeah. a certain day, as long as, as long as the school can allow it. That would have been fine for you with two yeah. forms. And actually our school, at the end of foundation, I kind of, I mean, I know them really well um, and you know, they're, they're brilliant. But so there was always this kind of ongoing chat of, have we made the right decision? And they say, yeah, you absolutely have. We had a lot. I was going back to um, Jenna, you saying about your twins at preschool or nursery, what they, the, like the staff there are saying, I had quite a lot of chats 
to the staff at preschool to say, what would your advice be? Because obviously you don't know what they're like at preschool. You send them in yeah. and that's it. You don't know what they're doing. And ours were the same, saying they, they play separately, so yours would be fine. So we've kept like a dialogue going. And then at the end of foundation, the headmaster or head teacher, you know, like just emailed me to say, what do you want to do next year? Are you happy? Do you want to put them back together? Do you want to keep them separate? And, and I think he will do that every year just to check that, I'm happy and he's, you know, and if they, we always said, if it didn't work, we could change it. And this, and if the school said it's not working, we could change it. But touch wood, it's fine so far. Well, that, you know, nearly That's so good to know, isn't it? That's like really nice to know that they're being so supportive. Yeah, they're brilliant. Finding the right school that echoes what you're thinking, I think is really important. And it, that's why it's important to ask questions before they, you decide which school to send them to and then once you've made the choices have come out to sort of ask the questions again to just double check that they are still going to do what you talked about originally because once September comes around it's sort of too late to be like well I wanted them in separate classes and they're the same or vice versa I think that's where you need to keep the dialogue open with school quite early on to make sure that what your wishes are going to be you know taken into consideration and actually adhered to. Um, all I was going to say is it's now these next few weeks that they want to know, don't they? Because they're sorting out the, the classes. And we um, we we did that, actually, when we looked around the school for Thomas, my eldest. I asked the question already, you know, even though they were years away from going. I just thought, mm, while I'm here, what's what's the policy? <laughs> I kind of had known that there wasn't allowed to be a policy. So I knew straight away, you know, that it, it was it was going to be good. But, yeah, it is now that you need to make a decision really ready for September. I would also suggest that um, it's a good idea to follow up and kind of really try and get answers from the school because school offices and school admin is sometimes, and I'm, I am talking from personal experience here, uh, not the best. Um, and actually two weeks ago, um, so we've had one child go all the way through this school. And so I already know that kind of, um, communication isn't their strong point. It's a great school, but communication, not their strong point. Um, and I emailed the head teacher and the head of EYFS um, about 10 days ago to say, hey, my twins are starting in September. They're really excited. Can we have a conversation about, you know, classes and keeping them together or splitting them up? Um, and I haven't had a reply from them. And we got an email on Monday saying, hey, we've allocated the classes, one twins in this class, one twins in that class. Now, luckily, we do want to separate them after months of thinking about it. But I'm like, this is pretty rubbish, actually. Like if I, if we wanted to keep them together, like all I wanted was a phone conversation with one of them and like 10 days on, nothing. So what I would say is, you know, obviously we know teachers are really busy. Schools are under a lot of pressure. So admin sometimes I think does fall by the wayside. So don't be afraid to kind of actually pay the school a visit and walk into the school office and say, I want to have a conversation about my twin starting and who's the best person to speak to. Yeah, that's. I agree because also there are so many twins now. Like it's not it's not an unusual thing for schools to deal with. Twins are everywhere. There's loads of twins in our school. You know, so it's not an unusual thing. So absolutely, Alison. Just I thought we were special. Get them on board. We're not that special. I don't think anymore. (laughs) (laughs) No, in my eldest boys' class, there was three sets of identical boy twins. So they're not unusual at all. They're quite the norm to have. Yeah be a twin wow. I do feel sorry for their teacher having to tell all six of them apart but she manages somehow 
Yeah, incredible. So um, what do you think are the pros and cons of separating them? I'll ask you, Helen, first. For me, the pros have, even when we think about it, but, but you know, showing now as a result that they're separate people, they've, they're, they're becoming, I'm not saying they're going like that because our twins are very, very, keep knocking my mic, sorry. They're very different people anyway. They're not identical. Um, they're chalk and cheese personality. So it was always about them developing their own personality without being attached to somebody else. And that is a hundred percent happened. Um, they've made their own friends. I'm not saying they haven't got joint friends because they have, um, but they're not, they're not reliant on each other. They're not independent. They're not dependent on each other. Very independent children now, um, which is exactly what I wanted. And I didn't want them to be competing against each other um, mm. kind of academically in, in, if they were in the same class. I mean, this is, it's not a biggie. This, these were just things that I thought about because they're so different. They're good at different things. So I didn't want one of them to be like praised or get some sort of like gold star for, you know, great coloring or something when the other one's rubbish at coloring and <laughs> w- would be upset about it. Do you know what I mean? I just thought if they're yeah. separate, they, they won't even know the other one's been praised for great coloring or great numbers or phonics, or whatever. Um, but yeah, they, they do play separately, um, to the, to the point actually that I, I think n- like new school mums, the first thing you say when they come out, so who'd you play with? Who'd you play with? I was, I was always like, well, what did you do at break time? Didn't care what phonics they did or, you know, what numbers, but who did you play with? They never, ever said each other. Um, I think they did start with, but they, they don't anymore. To the point now where if one of them is on their own and they say, didn't have anybody to play with, I'll say, well, didn't you go and play with Isaac? Didn't you play with Toby? No, he didn't want to play with me. They won't even look out for each other. They're that, like, <laughs> you know, mean to each other. So I'm That's always trying to encourage, like. like, yeah, I try and encourage, look, you, you are brothers. You should look after each other. If one of you's upset and they're like, no, just not bothered. So. <laughs> I think the independence is growing rapidly, but that's what I want, really. You know, I want them to get to the end of school, secondary school, and go off and do their own thing and not be like, oh, how am I going to do this without my twin? Just so, Mm. you know, it's been great from that point of view. And hopefully that will continue. I mean, who who knows, but hopefully. Yeah, Victoria, so your twins are together. What have you found to be the kind of pros and cons of that situation? the pros are they've always got each other so they sort of do Mm. they look for each other and they remind each other what they've got to take in (laughs) and parties having the parties just one party has been great for me and so the cons is the independence like you've said Helen it's harder for me to get make sure they've got their own independence so we sort of try to make sure they do different things outside of school so maybe one will play cricket the other might want to go to chess or to clubs or whatever so we've been trying to keep make sure they have separate interests outside of school, which is obviously hard on us because we've got to go to all the different places with just one child. But it's good for them to get the independence from somewhere because otherwise at school they do a lot of, well, all day, every day they're together. Um, So that is an issue for me that they won't have that independence. Um, And again, for when they go to secondary school, they are so used to having each other that when they go there, they're going to struggle a little bit. I think there's definitely going to be an issue when they go to secondary school. So that will be definitely a, a con of having them together now yeah can I can I just check Victoria your, your twins are identical aren't they yeah both sets are identical yeah I, I thought so do you think it depends like in terms of in terms of um making this decision do you think it depends on whether 
they're identical or non-identical because there was some research by King's College London which discovered that twins who were separated at the start of primary school had more emotional problems but identical twins had more emotional problems than non-identical twins. Uh, yeah I, I can only go off my friendship group when I say this but all the identical twins have who the ones who've been separated have definitely struggled more and it's only talking from personal experience uh, and when they've been together they've sort of definitely been happier whereas my friends who've got non-identical twins especially boy girl seem to have thrived more when they've been apart I think girls learn faster or supposedly faster than boys so they seem to have yeah I find another problem is sort of like homework has been difficult with them um because they they both come in with the same piece of homework and you're trying to deal with two different children um trying to deal with one piece of homework and one wants to rush through it and the other one wants to take his time and sort of go through Uh, so I I think that's quite hard with sort of the independence there and trying to make sure that they've got enough of me as well to go through enough with them what they need their needs at that specific time that's quite difficult to sort of go through and I think with having them split that can cause sort of I don't know if you Helen your children got different homeworks or different times when they no, the same homework the homework so because they're only in year one homework's quite basic and it's just a homework grid so you just like 16 activities and you choose ones to do you don't have to do them all so I I'm quite bad probably quite lazy and go right we're going to do this 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 and this and I pick the easy ones and I say we're all going to do it together <laughs> But actually, having gone on about independence, what I should do is go, which one would you like to do? But, (laughs) you know, you've got three trying to do. And Thomas, you know, he literally turned eight yesterday. So he still needs you on his back to do homework. He won't do anything by himself. So I'm just like, right, I just take the path of least resistance with that. The reading, however, is different because they're in different sets for their um, reading. So that um, I just try and do everything separately um partly because they they fight and they wind each other up so I wouldn't get anywhere if I like like Victoria was saying if I had to sit down and do one bit of homework with both it would be an absolute disaster and it'd end in tears in, mm. including me um so I kind of go right it's your turn you go off and do your own thing I'm going to do this even if it was exactly the same and then I go right swap over and now it's your turn so it's more time consuming but eventually it gets done better I suppose because otherwise it's a disaster and it feels like going back to homeschooling you know so I'm not going back there yeah no I don't think anyone wants to go back there especially parents of twins yes absolutely Oh, thank you so much for joining us today, guys. Um, you've both, in terms of um, resources for twin parents, there's so much on Twins Trust and on your blog, Helen. So do you want to tell us where we can find that information um, online so that we can read up a bit more about this? Victoria, do you want to go first? It's just it's, uh, www.twinstrust.org. And that's got all the information on there. The letter that you can send to schools. It's got the questionnaire uh, for together or apart. And it's got the professional referral service as well. And it's got, it's full of information on the pages about whether, what you should ask for at schools, what you should think about when you're picking a school, all that kind of things on there. Perfect. And Helen? So my, my website is www.twins tantrums and cold coffee. So that's my blog. And if you just search separating twins or separating twins at school, I've got three or four. Like they're just my experience, obviously, um, of, you know, blog posts on there. So, well, I have loved this conversation. I've loved this chat. I feel like it's been really helpful. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Good luck. (laughs) 